peace of mind See this is what that voice in your head says when you try to get peace of mind I gotta find peace of mind Hi guys, this is your host Janelle Roberts and this is the To All The People podcast where we have incredible conversations about overcoming life's obstacles, manifestation, stepping into our calling and what our 2023 goals are going to look like. We also highlight conversations about race, class, culture, societal standards, being a woman and overall it's just for the mental health, the mental well-being. I am so happy to have you guys all here today. Guys, today on the To All The People podcast, we have none other than my gorgeous and amazing friend, Talia LeBlanc. We're going to be talking about friendship, navigating toxic friendships, jealousy in friendships, and learning when to step away. Um, yeah, it's a very, very, very fun, intense conversation. To give you a little bit more information about Talia, Talia is just like an amazing person. Um, she uses her digital platform to honestly just help women and young girls like you and I feel empowered with our natural bodies and the many curves and the many things that it goes through. Um, Talia also uses her platform to shine a light on PCOS, polycystic ovarian syndrome. So if you need someone to check out and follow, please be sure to check out at Talia LeBlanc on TikTok, Instagram, you name it. And let's get into the podcast. So hi guys, welcome back to the To All The People podcast. I have none other than Talia with me today and we are going to be talking about friendships. Ooh. Yes, ma'am. We're going to talk about friendships. We're going to talk about comparison, like being like the thief of joy, yep. all of that. But before we get started, how are you doing today? I'm fantastic. It's Friday. I'm alive. I had Ready? a rough start to my week. so You've been making moves. Girl, I've been busy. I was sick. Have a period. It's all good. Yes, yes. Also, you guys, like for my PCOS baddies on here or my girls that just want some body positivity, be sure to definitely check out our previous podcast. Tilly is like one of the first people to actually come on to the To All The People podcast and one of the first people to actually like reach out like yeah. when I first started and I feel like we just hit it right off the bat. Yep. Like from the jump, we've been knowing each other for like, like a year now. Yeah, you just feel it. You just know. I was just like, man, like she's super dope. Like I remember uh, coming across your content on TikTok, and I was like, oh my gosh, she's like super dope. And I followed you, and I just like started seeing more and more of your content. And I saw you were in Dallas, and I was like, we got Hold a up. link. We got a link up. <laughs> yep. And then we went to eat at that um that like what was it a Mediterranean restaurant that was like a hole in the wall, but it's so good. Oh um oh oh open sesame open sesame and yeah. we just sat there and we talked for a while yeah it was really good i like that you know so the reason i want to bring you on here because i feel like you are just like super super insightful and we have very like open conversations with like no judgment yes absolutely like we have like very like i don't like, like i'll send you something you'll send me something this doesn't sit right with with me we let each other be authentically ourselves yeah and then um also like i wanted to talk about like you know just having friendships with people that have similar like um like a similar mindset as you as well as like similar type of careers type of jobs but there is never like a power dynamic or a power play right and i think a lot of people like have issues in friendships with people because there's always like this weird power structure or this yeah. weird power dynamic do you want to go into depth about that yeah 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 i think that so especially as you get more and more successful and you are 
elevating sometimes at a rate faster than some of the people in your current circle. Mm -hmm. I think that it's very telling on like when those people start feeling those feelings of even like resentment towards you, envy, jealousy. And sometimes it's not they're doing it on purpose. They just can't help themselves because Mm -hmm. they they can't come to terms with the fact that they haven't elevated at the rate that you have, even though we all have our own personal journeys like we shouldn't be even comparing ourselves to each other but we do it inevitably Mm -hmm. and sometimes they'll try to either one up what you're doing if you say oh i'm doing this oh well i'm doing this and it's like Mm -hmm. relax like i'm just like we're friends i just wanted to share something with you and it's cool to let your friend have their moment and tell you about something cool Mm -hmm. happening in their life without you having to always have something else going on on top of that and when that happens i'm like i peep it and i'm like okay no fact, and especially like especially like as you get like I, this is how i feel too like especially as i'm getting older too like luckily like i've been blessed to ha- to have gone through like the shitty bad friendships when i was like young like when i was like middle school girl you still young i'm still young i'm about to be 20 i'm about to be 27 in two weeks so i'm still young you know but i'm just saying you are too what are you talking about i'm 31 i'm an old lady no you're not no you're not the 30s and the new 20s period no, like no for real that's like that's like what's like that's what people are saying now but i'm happy that i was able to get out of certain friendships at a very young age and yeah. now like and i also think that comes from like moving around a lot because after a while people start to look the same yeah. and like you start to and when i say people start to look the same um i feel like there are maybe four different types of people in this world okay what's the first one the first one i'm gonna just say like people that are mimetic people what we talked about compare comparison envy jealous then mm-hmm. you also have people that just want to be friends with you to keep up with you or the friendship that where they want to put you down all the time mm-hmm. you also have the friendships where people that actually move with genuine love and genuine care and then there's also that one friendship where it's like we don't talk all the time but there's like also nothing but love yeah oh well, those last two are like my freaking favorite the, those are those that that's what i'm saying i feel like i feel like there's different type of friend categories too and i feel like immediately right off the bat like i'm able to kind of in a weird way identify that maybe it's like based off of just trauma but mimetic friendships honestly scare me the most because sometimes they'll make you believe in like a mimetic person i learned this term from white lotus mimetic mimetic (laughs) person is someone that doesn't just want what you have it they they don't just want like your clothes your style your swag they want your identity they want to be you as a person that's like that that movie roommate yes the roommate have you but have you ever encountered someone like that yes where it's like like and and it's it's different it's different because it's not even like you're inspiring them and it almost becomes like this weird like competitive thing but it's not it's not even like you're being competitive it's just like you start picking up that they are being that way and then it gets really weird and then you Mm -hmm yeah i think uh the one the friendships that i've had dealt with the most i think is the the friendship types that like bring you down like i didn't even realize this so i've never really talked about this publicly i've only talked about it or maybe like really alluded to it a few times but how i lost friendships that i was that i was friends with um for over 10 15 years i was we were best friends we were like a little tripod and i was always the too much friend and mm. I never realized until now in hindsight and reflection and now that I'm older and I guess I've healed from it. But I was really hurt at first when they were just like, oh, you're just too much. Your social media life is too much. And and you've just changed, not in a bad way, but you, you're you just different now. And I'm just like, 
that I've grown, that I've elevated, that I'm like actually doing something for myself. I'm creating my own personal brand and reaching for my goals and actually taking leaps of faith. Like I'm not doing anything wrong. Like, and I'm always, and the only reason I even found out there was even anything wrong in those friendships was because I reached out. I was like, hey, like I feel like things have been a little weird. Like, is everything Mm. okay? And then they just dropped the bomb on me and I was like, whoa, like I didn't even know y'all felt this way. So now I know that y'all have been talking behind my back. Yeah. Absolutely. And I also feel like sometimes in tripods, like there's always two people closer than than like all three of y'all like i just yeah and all the one the friendships that i've been with if it's been a group of three people like two always gravitate towards each other or there's different eras like there was an era where i was closer to one of them and then them them two were closer to each other Mm -hmm. and stuff like that but i always remember being told by the both of them all the time oh you're too much oh you're dressed too fancy oh you're you're so loud oh like you laugh too much oh like you have to record everything everything was always too much and now that i'm thinking about it i was like y'all wanted me to like dim my light to make y'all comfortable Mm. like what and that goes back that goes back (laughs) to what i said about people that will keep you around just to put you down yeah and then also like i like i like how you like highlighted on how um like even with like within that experience and like what was going on and what was happening and stuff it sucks to go and like to like move in grace and want to have like good stable friendships because like I can definitely relate to that yeah my issue was that I kept seeking out friendships with people that were reminding me of like this sounds weird but like weird like family dynamics and structures so I would yeah. befriend girls that I felt comfortable with that kind of had the same mannerisms mm-hmm. as like one of my parents in a weird way like when I was in when I was in school I had a friend and I talked about this on TikTok. My friend, when like we were homeless, oh, yeah. and we had to move in with her family, and yeah. it wasn't even like my mom was like, "I need to move in with y'all." I need to move. It wasn't like that. Like most of my friends actually came from good homes, and like my mom was like a single parent, so people would be like, "Janelle, you have a single mom at home. You need to, you know, you need to be this way." Like it was like it was never like fully frowned down upon. Where in the areas I grew up, it was actually like a little bit more empowering that my mom was paying the to me growing up. I never looked at my mom and was like, "Oh, she's a single parent. I have these type of disabilities." advantages i was like actually my mom's the shit because she can do all this stuff for me that's how my mind worked but my friends around me i didn't even realize that they were kind of like looking down on me due to my situation and so one of my childhood friends we had to move in with her family and i actually tried to reconnect with her recently Mm, how did that go i couldn't i couldn't what made you what made you feel like you couldn't reconnect i think it's the things that she did and now mm. that I'm a full functioning adult, like the thing, the trauma that she caused me had transpired into how I viewed female friendships in general. Ooh, because okay. like, I am such a girl's girl. Mm-hmm. I could give two fucks about guys. Like, I don't care. Like girls Period. that are like, I'm a guy's girl. I'm good on it. You yeah. can have that. I want to be outed. So back to what I was just saying about this previous friendship. Yes. Okay. So I had a childhood friend and she had completely traumatized me and I'm gonna tell you how the rekindle kind of started. But when I was in high school, right, she came from a well-off family. I had never seen like just black families just living well. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like they were living well. And she had been my friend for a while now. But I remember when we were young, young, I was always seeking approval because I was the type of person that was like, I wanna be friends with her. Like she's so cool. She's so yeah. pretty. But my friend, she had like a lot of her own internal um, lies, struggles that I didn't really know about. Um, so when we were kids, she always we always had this like weird thing based off of the color of our skin, like mm-hmm. colorism. Yeah. Oh. And w- 
Yes, and black women, we don't talk about, and we do not talk about how colorism oftentimes plays out in our friendships. Yeah, and it creates this this weird power structure that has not been placed by us, but inflicted by like just a generation of people you know separating us based off of color right so i didn't really even acknowledge this um keep in mind like i understand like having light skin privilege we've talked about this multiple times i completely understand this so keep in mind that like i had an aunt that was darker skin that was that i was really close with my cousins were darker skin my mom was like the only lighter skin person so it had never went over my head that beauty it hadn't i had never thought that beauty standards could be basically based off of um the color of you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So when I met this friend, I was like, oh my God, she's like absolutely beautiful. Like mm-hmm. she's stunning. Like I want to be her friend. And then we would have very intimate conversations about colorism and stuff like that. Um, so as we moved through our friendship, she, I, her family ended up taking me in. And I remember going to school one day and she started acting weird around me. And then I had asked her, um, and this is like one of my best friends. The reason I'm talking about this person specifically because this was like my first best friend ever in life. Oh yeah, that's impactful. Yeah, like, it's impactful. So it's like I learned so much in that friendship. I learned that a lot about colorism. I learned a lot of things in that friendship. So I had went to school, right? And she was just like, you're acting really weird. Like you haven't been talking to me that much and blah, 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 this. And what she didn't understand was that at home, we well, when we had moved in with her aunt, she didn't understand that like my mom was really going through this like this really rough like she she was really having a hard time accepting help Mm -hmm. my mom was a very prideful woman so Mm -hmm. she was having a hard time accepting help and then my mom became very depressed because other people were before i had moved in with my friends we were homeless so like my it was like the first time things started really getting bad like we always had an apartment we always had stuff but my mom would be like you have to go stay at your friends for a couple of weeks just until i could figure it out so me and my sister would be at our friend's house and we wouldn't know what our what was going on with our mom and then my friend her her dad actually saw me and my mom walking with our, with like our trap with our clothes and bags and he pulled up and he was like what's going on and then wow. my mom was like nothing 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 we're fine and he's like no get in the car we're gonna we're coming to the house so we went to the house and there's like a huge family meeting and i was so close with her family at the time yeah. and because of our friendship and because of the way that my mom treated her and because my mom was they took us in so it was one of those situations my childhood friend had told everyone in school that I was homeless and living with her family. Then, yes, and then it got so bad to the point, remember how like when you would be on Facebook and you would get on your friend's page and and you'd be like, I love you. You know how you get each other's login when you were like 10 or 11? Yes. Yes, so she had my login and I didn't have a phone at the time because we were, right we ain't got well i'm gonna have a phone we right. to stay. <laughs> this is a long story i'm almost done i'm long-winded so <laughs> so she i had gave her she had my information to log in or whatever and um i remember going to school and all of our friends just being so weird to me like they weren't talking to me they were being really they were being so weird to you mm. and I, w- I had already like kind of sunk in and recluse because think about it while I w- while i was homeless and staying with her family i was also homecoming queen i was also <laughs> making good grades no like literally winning <laughs> literally winning at the lows like i had like the situational but like the real bullying i had bullying in elementary school middle school was okay and then high school like it was freshman year so it, right. it got kind of weird and um she basically had hacked my didn't even hack my facebook i gave her up gave up my information she was messaging all of our friends boyfriend pretending to be me oh no and so i had remember i had went 
I, I have remember I was at her, we went to her aunt's house and I was like on her aunt's computer and I just logged into Facebook. I hadn't been on it in like a week and I just saw all of these messages. Wow. And she was, she had like literally, like she had conspired against me. And so she, that, it was so bad to the point that I had to move schools because like the bullying got so bad. I'm not even kidding. So we had returned back to being homeless. She had did all of these things. And then recently she actually was at my podcast party really hold up think back at whatever everyone that i met no but but i'll I'll tell you i'll tell you more about it but it's just like i try to have that friendship with her but as my adult self now it's just like i would never kick somebody down when they're low right that's what i'm thinking i was like why would she do that whenever you're you were already in the situation that you were in but you would be surprised like people are very aware when they like whenever they meet somebody that they know just has that it factor like that spark Mm -hmm. like they know that even in like um unfortunate uh, circumstances like that person is still going to shine and you have you have the proof of that you're homecoming queen you're you know you're excelling in school you're, you're like, doing how great is she, it's like how is she doing this right so i need to bring her down because she i don't want her to be able to like it's almost like um like she's doing this even even though she has these circumstances like why can't i do it like i'm gonna kick her down even lower so that way i can maybe get what she has which yeah. is very psychotic which is very psychotic and i hate it i hate it so much when it that i think that's what it was for me and i think from that one friendship that made me recluse and that made me be be very very careful about the people that i keep around me absolutely because not everybody really fuck with you like they say they do Mm -hmm. and sometimes the people that will hurt you the most are the people closest to you so i had let this person in like deeply like she knew me deeply i knew her deeply i never used anything against her and then when i opened up to her about it we had sat down and had a conversation her entire response to me was like i just feel like you just kind of like um you just started acting different and i said some i was a homeless teen yeah first off very hormonal <laughs> second off my mom is incredibly depressed right and it's like cause she knew and the everybody situation. Everybody at school knows. Yeah, and then she knew the situation. That's just like I understand people can grow and you know change, and you know we we've all done something we're may not may not be proud of, but some things are just I think unacceptable, and it tells you about that person's character, and those things can come back in other ways, manifest mm-hmm. in different ways, even after you've grown, and and mm-hmm. so you have to be very careful letting those people back in. I had a friendship. I actually had a friendship that I rekindled from high school. Is it good though? It's good. Okay, this, that's good. This is on the uh, this is on the other end, and I can appreciate the growth. Um, so we've talked about this publicly, like or not publicly, but together. And she knows um, my good friend Veronica. Mm-hmm. She and I were high school best friends. I mean, inseparable. Like the type of best friends that like y'all are like are y'all like low key like dating or something because we were <laughs> y'all that. together all the time. Uh, yeah, yes, yeah. yes, yes. Yeah, we were very close, very touchy feely with each other. We just loved each other, and um, y'all were like sisters. Very much so. Yeah, and my my family was really only let me go to her house. My parents were very strict, and even mm-hmm. then, like it took a while for even me to be able to go to her house. But anyway, she was in a really toxic relationship in high school that was very draining. And 
she was very angry and she had uh, she dealt with a lot of depression Mm -hmm. and i was always like the happy-go-lucky friend and i was always heavily involved in school like i was in theater i was on the step team i was in choir and the pop group everything that i would audition for i would always get and Mm. sometimes like we would audition for the same things and sometimes she wouldn't get it and it would be kind of weird because i would hate to celebrate things in front of her and be happy for myself because she would bring me down immediately and it now looking back it was because she wasn't in a space to be her best. I think she's very talented. I think yeah. she's a great person. Um, but I don't think in that time frame, we were like 15, 16 years yeah. old. I don't think she knew how to be there for me and be happy for me while things weren't going good for her. Mm. So I literally did something very, very... I normally like to talk about things when things are going bad. Yeah. But it just kept happening over and over and over again. I was like, dude, I've been your shoulder to cry on. Like all these times with this with this boyfriend that's like giving you hell and her family yeah. issues. Anything that would happen in her life, I was like there. Like I was, you know, I'm very loyal to my friendships. And she was just treating me really, really bad. And I was like, bro, like I cannot keep like I feel like I have to dim my light around you. That's the worst. So then I remember just like yesterday, it was the day of our graduation. We literally walked across the stage. Our families were saying hi to each other afterwards. We were holding hands, like walking across the the little uh, pavilion thing. And I remember thinking in my mind, this is the last time I ever hang out with her. Like, this is it. Damn, yeah. I just made it up in my mind that I was going to do that. And that summer after high school came and I didn't call her. We didn't hang out, which was like super. Was it like one of those situations, if you didn't reach out, she wasn't going to? Um, or did I, she try reaching out afterwards? She did. After like about a week or so, she messaged me and I just, I didn't respond. I just wasn't ready. I was like, I need to create distance. And even like her little sister like charged me up like two months later, like what the hell Talia? Like why, like, why are you ghosting her? Like what is going on? Like, and I was like, you don't understand. Like the friendship was just not really good for me. And like, I needed to take a step away. Like mm-hmm. I don't hate y'all or anything of the sort. I just really needed to take time away. And for years, she kept trying to like, things happened and that ex that was causing all those issues, he ended up passing away. Oh, wow. Yeah, he like jumped off like a a bridge. Oh, wow. Yeah, not to commit suicide, trigger warning, not to to do that. He was just having fun jumping in one of the lakes in our hometown and the, the part was shallow and he was actually in the hospital for like a few days. I got a, she wasn't really big on social media at all. She didn't even have a Facebook, nothing. I kept seeing people talking about, hey, like, you know, rest in peace, rest in peace. And I was like, oh, my gosh, he passed away after being in the hospital. So I called her and I was like, hey, Vero, I know we haven't talked in a while, but like, have you heard anything about so-and-so? And she was like, no, why? What's up? And I was like, what are you doing right now? And and I knew he was a very big part of her life. And I know that she had so much love for this person. So I was like, um, well, what are you doing? And she was like, I'm driving. And I was like, okay, well, call me whenever, like, you get somewhere, like, where you're good for the night. And she was like, no, like, what's going on? And I was like, oh okay so like i had to be the one to tell her i just felt like and everyone told me you got to be the one to say it like yeah you're the even if y'all are not close now yeah. like you have to be the one so it's okay yeah. i was like well colton passed away and um she was just like shocked and she was like i need you to come to the to the um funeral with me like could you please come with me and that kind of reconnected us back again because it was just one of those things where you just throw everything out the window you're like it doesn't matter anymore yeah like this is serious like i'll be there for you and we reconnected and it was good um but it was just like a weird yeah we just can never get back to like the same thing until we had the conversation so we finally had a conversation and i was like the reason that i distanced myself from you is because i felt like i had to dim myself around you you Mm. were just a very like 
negative person to be around and it was really impacting me and mm-hmm. I just had to take a step back. It was nothing against you. It was for myself. And she was like, I know I was, you know, she owned up to everything. She apologized and she's made the effort throughout all these years. We don't hang out often, but we go catch lunch every once in yeah. a while. To this day, we just had lunch probably like three or four weeks ago and I think she's she's great. She has totally blossomed. She's an amazing teacher mm-hmm. um, and that's a friendship that I'm glad we reconnected even though we're not as close as we used to be, but it's someone that owned up to what they did mm-hmm. and were able to like just move forward and leave it and, yeah. and, I, and i never thought we could ever do that yeah so. oh wow yeah that's good yeah so i think it's very possible that is and like communication is like so important too mm-hmm. but some but some friendships don't allow you to communicate like some people will not give you the space to say how you feel mm-hmm. and like people also don't even talk we can talk about you know abuse in like with a boyfriend girlfriend we can talk about abuse with a parent but sometimes friends can i've had like friends that were actually emotionally abusive oh wow in what ways like what were they doing like we'll just make comments to put me down mm-hmm. like all the time and be so direct about it or do like incredibly humiliating um things like you know have you ever had a friend that um <laughs> said something rude to you to to impress a boy yeah yeah, oh, yeah. Like that that type of stuff Ew. and we don't but we don't class we don't classify that as like emotional abuse and i think a lot of people are actually in emotionally abusive um friendships and friend dynamics mm-hmm. and sometimes whether some people want to see it or not they might actually be like the abuser in the relationship in that type of situation that relationship too yeah and yeah. like that's like why like when I always like think about when I think back to that time and like you know like for anyone that's like really feels like damn like I probably what if I never have that community that that community of people around you like what if I never find that that close-knit tight female friendships Mm -hmm. and that's why I always like say all the time prioritize just having a strong small circle a small village around you having too many friendships it's big friendships there's just always too many things going on and i'm happy that you and like veronica reconnected because that's good and like you're, yeah. you're in a space now where you can talk to her yeah absolutely and i even tell her i was like you know i know i may not have handled it in the best way like i know i probably could have been young. right but then i also told her that too i was like you know you were young i was young yeah. i know you're not proud of how you handled things yeah. i'm not proud of how i handled things but yeah. i'm glad that we're able to reconnect and and even though tragedy kind of brought us mm-hmm. back together it just gave us the space to be like all right like mm-hmm. let's talk about it let's hash it out mm-hmm. we're good mm-hmm. it's not a big deal the friendships that i was talking about earlier the 15 year 10 year friendships i was so shocked when i try to have a conversation of like and they shut you down bro they actually gaslit you into to believing also take on people as they are yeah you've been like the fact that like you are a content creator and that's something that you want to do bitch i'm gonna get there and take the picture for you like if i know that's like something you want to do yeah and it's like we you shouldn't have to dim like your own personal light but then you know what i started doing too what when people are very like when people are weird to me or like just give me very very weird vibes because i I have like a lot of like weird inner dialogue Mm -hmm. so like i'm like very like in a very weird way i'm really like almost too aware of people and like their <laughs> mannerisms and stuff yeah so i honestly started separating i started looking at them as children mm. yeah like like sometimes like when i'm upset or i'm feeling defeated about something it's not even like my adult self being defeated it's my child self being defeated mm. so whenever someone is being weird or just being strange or says something very just like oh like i'm tired of you posting content you make everything about you and stuff that's their inner child di- dialect 
probably from a time they felt neglected so it has nothing to do with you yeah they're like stunted in certain like you'll see where people mm-hmm. are stunted in certain um, areas of their life mm-hmm. like it, it's and, it, and you always see a shift too and it always boils down to your success in comparison to them and that's why i think that we were talking about comparison yes. being a thief of joy at the beginning these friendships they were always down to take my picture they were always down but to be like started doing well yeah now that it's real now that i'm getting paid mm-hmm. now that i'm doing getting opportunities now i'm i've changed now mm-hmm. it's too much and it's like i respect y'all's boundaries whenever we're around each other i'm not putting y'all in my videos mm-hmm. and my pictures and i think it also has a lot to do with them being unhappy with not only like their life circumstances and stuff but whenever you're not happy with self yes. like that is a huge thing like i knew all three of us were always like struggling with like our health our our weight well mm-hmm. our self-image and i know that once i started kind of even if i'm not even at the place that i want to be physically yet i was still like i want to be confident i want to be mm-hmm. someone that people can look up to in, in whatever ways and they weren't there yet and i'm like it's not up to me to help you be ready like i yeah. can only do so much and if that bothers you like they're like oh well, i look like crap right now i don't want to i'm like okay I don't, i'm not forcing you to be in my videos or in my pictures yeah. but now it's a problem whenever i'm successful yeah. before it wasn't an issue so it's just very weird like yeah and it goes back to what you what you said about people like seeing your light mm-hmm. and also one thing i can say about you talia and i feel like this this is one thing i can say about you and i feel like most of the women that i have around me we know how to empower ourselves with our shortcomings oh yeah so it's like oh we got a little weight on us that ain't gonna stop me from taking a picture now that picture may not be it right right now like (laughs) it may not it may not be where i want to be right now but like we know how to empower ourselves through shortcomings just because you know you are also someone that has lived in different places you are you are someone that is multicultural you are you are someone that has an understanding you're also someone that also listens and not many people are like that like even like i feel like when i had got like when i was in i have i've I've made i've had a lot of good friends like i'm not gonna lie but my best friend maki Mm -hmm. like i remember when me and her i met maki in in college and it was such an interesting like we had to, <laughs> i don't want to say interesting we were just because you know maki's like more calm and like more reserved yeah. and just very much go with the flow and like me like i'm like very like talkative yeah. and like spunky you know maki will listen to me talk all day and sometimes you need people that's gonna listen to you talk but sometimes you need people that are gonna tell you to shut the fuck up <laughs> and so like even like with even like with maki like we you know me and her have never had any weird type of energy at all and even with you it's just and it never has to get to that point it really doesn't i think it communication really is not just communication but understanding mm-hmm. as well like i understand um to, it's it's good to be and this is something i had to work on mm-hmm. i wasn't always this way i struggled with uh listening to like say something back mm-hmm. i was always that friend like i, I just wanted to let you know that i relate to what you're wait, saying wait 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 wait. before you get into this you, i literally just saw a tiktok exactly about what you're saying really how we have normalized not letting people share their experiences because they're actually relating to us this is true they, they make it negative that's and I, so true no they make it negative but that could also not just that that could also come from having a narcissistic upbringing Ooh. where someone always invalidated your experience and made you feel like you were too much because if anything was not about them they were going to put you down and make you feel less than Ooh. so like i think it stems from that too 
and I think that also it can also have like people pleasing kind yes. of thing like where like if I had someone telling me something I'd be like oh my gosh so amazing I also had something blah, and, mm-hmm. it, and it's not to bulldoze your story or to like mm-hmm. you know put the attention mm-hmm. on me it was just like I just want you to know that I'm listening and I relate and, and I, I understand and I even have a story that relates to that yes. but then it got to the point where I was like is this off-putting like are people thinking that like I'm trying no. to bulldoze your story so now I really really like sit there and like I listen and I'm like okay like I want you to have your moment if you're telling me about something and also discernment discernment is so important like you have to discern when and when like when you can do something Mm -hmm. like this like if you're telling me about an accolade or something that you just like are working on like for example you were telling me what you were telling me earlier that you're working on and I'm like oh my gosh that's amazing like I'm so proud of you like you didn't tell me but you didn't turn around and say I'm doing the same thing because there's a there's a difference between being Mm self-absorbed and being relatable yeah and some people will take what you said to them and turn it and make it about them in a sense like i'm doing the same thing too yeah it's like okay congratulations (laughs) when it should be like girl yes like i'm happy for you like even if you're like oh my god you know i'm so happy for you i I also have this really cool thing with j-lo beauty yes I wasn't gonna say because I, I, I was I was literally about to say it, but then I stopped myself. I was like, I don't know if they decided an NDA or what. I'm just gonna wait. But you know what I'm saying? Like that's yeah. different. Like if I'm telling you an accolade of mine, tell me yours. Yeah. But if it's like really fucked up when someone and this goes back to mimetic people mm-hmm. when they want your identity. Yep. Yeah. And I feel like people like that's why I say like I think a lot of young girls probably black and brown women truthfully yeah we we have always been silenced to like express ourselves and if we do it's too much yeah we're making about us and that's why i said there's a difference between being self-absorbed and being relatable yeah and you're relatable you're not self-absorbed well i appreciate that i try i really try not to be because it's like i and i actually like to listen to other people's stories mm-hmm. i like to know about people because i like to know why they are the way that they are mm-hmm. so like if i don't if i don't <laughs> what do the that fuck wrong with you I like know. Yeah, what's going on with you what are your traumas yeah. <laughs> what are your triggers <laughs> let me get to know you better <laughs> so I, I love to listen yes. to stories even like the bad stories i'm like tell me like yes. i like to be a safe space and especially now that i'm like 31 i feel like i'm i'm older and i'm like i'm your big sis <laughs> i am her People, her in this 31 31 31 can you do something for <laughs> Is that a whole decade on the I mic? feel like that song came on and you're like, 31, <laughs> yeah. can you do something for me? Yeah, but for real. Like, but I do feel like I've always been told I'm the friend, like I'm the voice of reason friend mm-hmm. um, because I, I can listen to what you're going through and I can give you advice, but I always say ultimately you're going to make whatever decision you make Period. and I'm going to be there to support you throughout, even if you make the wrong one. Mm-hmm. Like I want to be there to support you through that. Um, I can give you advice, but at the end of the day, we're going to do what we do mm-hmm. and that's how we learn. Sometimes we have to learn by do- by doing it ourselves and following mm-hmm. ourselves. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just try to be a safe space for my friends. I don't ever want to be the friend that's like, no, bitch, you better, for- and if yeah. you, you better dump him. And it's like, nah, yeah, well, he's, this is all the things I like to let people figure it out on their own like but I, I lay it out there for them like if I have a friend if she's st- struggling with the dude that she's talking to I'm like all right well these are the things that you know you deserve and this is what he's doing do with that information what you will mm-hmm. you're gonna do whatever you you choose to do and it's gonna come in its own timing but I want to let you know that you deserve the absolute best and yeah. that's what I want from you or for you. Yeah. And then they'll be like, yeah, I know. And then yeah. they'll, they'll, they'll come back, oh, I shouldn't have done that. Or, or like, I did yeah. it, but whatever. And I'm yeah. like, it's cool, I'm here. Yeah, I'm still here to listen. <laughs> and, and that just comes with acceptance and accept, like that's, and you gotta like accept people in their full capacity. Mm-hmm. 
like even you know how when you see married people and they start having problems and the and like the man or woman is like well you know who you married mm-hmm. facts true because i feel like even friendships have honeymoon phases and oh, they can yeah. fizzle and in like fade out very 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 quickly mm-hmm. i want to get back to like the comparison thing <gasps> yes can you can you like talk about a time where you have compared yourself to someone else and it doesn't even have to be like you know because there's a difference between envy and jealousy like jealousy is like i will hurt you to do it i will cut you up (laughs) i will jeffrey dahmer you envy is more (laughs) not jeffrey dahmer (laughs) envy is more envy is more so like wow like you have these advantages that i don't and i wish i did and i'm comparing my my worth i'm comparing my content to yours Mm. even though we have completely different stories and completely different identities and completely different upbringings so i guess have there any has there ever been any time where you have felt complete completely envious because i have i I talk about a lot on here too yeah yeah i think envy is is definitely something that's natural and that a lot of us all of us experience at one Mm -hmm. one time or another um especially in the content creation world it's it's really hard sometimes to see people that you start with like catapult out of nowhere yeah and then and you're doing similar content and you're doing similar Mm -hmm. things and even though on the back end things are totally different and there are things that i may never know i don't know your hardships i don't know what you do you know people don't know i mean i i'm pretty transparent and vulnerable online like you know i'm one of those cringy people that cry online (laughs) (laughs) you be keeping it real though i just i just want to let people know like this ain't all like butterflies and rainbows over here like people think that you know you're successful just because of a number a a number count of followers and that's just not true yeah um but me even knowing that has helped me deal with my own envy towards other content creators that i look similar to that are doing similar Mm -hmm. things that live in the same city as me that do all the same things but somehow they're getting all the deals they're getting you know flown out they're doing all this stuff and i'm just like dang like what am i and it's not anything about them it's more like i go i look inwardly introspectively i'm like what am i what am i doing that that like what am what am i not doing like i'm doing something wrong like i'm just not showing up in a way like my content isn't good enough i'm not editing good enough i don't look good enough like my life isn't something that people want to really watch like what's what's up what's wrong with me kind of thing yeah and i really had to to go back and be like bro like you need to stop doing that because all i do is i want to curl up into a ball and be like i'm done with this like i just want to quit how many times have we both wanted to quit creating content facts (laughs) a bajillion times no a a, a bajillion times like i remember i was i would not i can't even talk i remember when i used to hit you up i used to like because you know i just started i just started doing doing it like last year yeah and so she's a superstar mm, she is superstar (laughs) um there first off there are a lot of frauds so there are a lot of people pretending to have things that don't have certain things and mm. they they will play on other people's emotions which is something i see like the influencing space is just so so different and like not always pure i'm here to tell you talia is 1000 percent pure as i absolutely but like some people aren't in like my my envy was more so damn these motherfuckers out here lying and they're doing real well on here just lying and like they're playing on other people's emotions making Mm -hmm. these clickbaity things like i had just went met up with another friend and she has she has a huge platform for veganism and the reason why she's a vegan is because a lot of her family members have had terminal illnesses from the food that they were eating Uh so hers is deeper for her she told me that she's met other vegans who have millions and millions of followers who aren't even vegan they just lie so so a lot so a lot of frauds and my envy comes from like frauds like it's it's more so like you're not even being true you're not being 
authentic so like i totally get you when you say that you're creating really great relatable content and then when it's not transpiring because it's pure that's a thing the content we're creating is pure and I, and I think what ours, our content has is like a slow burn. And I think in the mm-hmm. long run, it's going to be, um, even like the call that I just had, um, with the, the lady from Vogue or wherever she was talking Vogue. about. Yeah. She created a series. Flex. Yeah. B- uh, Beauty <laughs> Secrets. If you guys have ever seen it, Beauty yes. Secrets, she was a creator of Beauty Secrets for Vogue. And she was talking about like, Hey, like how can we elevate like your, your content? Like what are the kind of things that you want to create? And she was like, look, like the whole getting ready with me and putting on makeup every day that's cool or whatever and that's gonna that's instant gratification you are the type of creator that can create like a reality show or a show around like your business or your life your struggles and that is something that can have equity that's something that can be sold to networks Mm -hmm. as a show that's something that can make money Mm -hmm. residually and that is what you should be striving for even if the content isn't popping off right now like you're slowly gonna get those those um followers that are gonna be invested in your life and that's the kind of content that i believe you you and i both create where we talk about real shit we and stay true to ourselves absolutely and we're not here for we're not here for the the quick gratification yeah. the instant gratification like i want to be a household name i want us a to brand. be exactly building our, building your personal brand is more important, important than getting yeah. any brand deal you'll ever get facts and then another thing like bouncing off of what you said is like when i had like the situation i'm not gonna say what the situation is but I had to like I had a conversation with myself in her dialogue and yeah. I said some hold on hold I said hold on 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 let me drop the damn <laughs> mic real quick I do content creating because I like it but at the end of the day I'm a businesswoman period and so like you know like the compare like this is what I did to stop comparing myself to people I started hitting that I'm not interested mm. Like, mm-hmm. first off, I don't want to see anyone that doesn't look like me. Yes. I don't want to see, you know, there's nothing wrong with white, skinny, blondes. There's nothing wrong with it. But I want to see girls that, if you are white, skinny, and blonde, I want to see something beyond that. I want to see you embracing stretch marks. I want I want to see you embracing, like how I said, turning our shortcomings into something empowering. And so, right. ever since I started like blocking out the visual noise, even on Instagram, I don't follow people that aren't reflective of like the things that I look forward to. Right. And like that's really helped me like stop comparing myself. And then like even like just everyday people outside of social media, like you know, like I have, I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna, I'm not gonna go in, but you know, I had this one friend who would was honestly doing every single thing that I was doing and they were gaslighting me into hmm. believing that they had did it first. But it but I was but the thing that was bothering me is like I don't mind people, you know, you know, copying or imitating because life imitates art. What was bothering me is that my identity is morphed around my experiences. Right. So now you're trying to rip my identity from me and gaslight me right and like what that ends up happening is like these friendships sometimes with certain people they will gaslight your experience and you'll start comparing yourself to them without even realizing you're doing it when they have when they're a hundred you know steps ahead of you yeah absolutely and I, i think with the with the whole um stealing your identity like whenever you're an influencer content creator and mm-hmm. you i would say when you're a content creator when you create content mm-hmm. like we do and then you just happen to have influence because i think there are two different things um you when you have that influence it is a given that people are going to like you know yeah. you, sta- you started the whole like scandy um 
aesthetic yeah. for black girls black and brown girls because we don't see that like if you go on pinterest you're only going to see white, white girls blonde, yeah if you look up scan uh, scandinavian or whatever aesthetic you're not going to find black girls you literally have to type black girl to get it yeah so you created that trend on tiktok and being able to see that like i knew that a bunch of other yeah they're ma- i see it now and that makes me happy i'm like yes. yes you can expect that like you can be an inspo for people but whenever you have someone that's really close to you or that's a friend that knows the ins and outs of your life that's what makes the difference because it's Weird. like okay you are you a random follower a random viewer you just got inspo for my outfit and you're just gonna go get the outfit or something similar and rock it cool do you but you are my friend and you know all i've gone through to get here and now you're stealing like my entire identity my identity not just oh i really like that jacket i'm gonna get something like that i'm talking every single mm-hmm. thing down to mm-hmm. the things that you talk about the things that you mm-hmm. wear the places that you go it's mm-hmm. like bro relax no facts and like it is totally okay to be bothered in friendships but not like like honestly like self-reflection is so important and not a lot of people self-reflect at mm-hmm. all and not a lot of people have identity like you will you will encounter people that do not have any identity like i, I literally sent to leah this thing last night about how some people don't even have thoughts that's a real thing some people don't even think like that's crazy think about you right now having all these intrusive thoughts you're probably listening to this podcast and you're thinking about all the other shit you got going on in your life <laughs> some people do not have any thoughts beyond what they're doing in that current moment which is interesting to me and i have encountered people like that but what i am gonna say but what i am gonna say is this i do that's kind of scary npcs what is i kept seeing that non-playable character like if yeah you're, yeah like they're yeah. just like on video games or just like would you some, like some water <laughs> someone made a comment and said like someone made a comment and said it's because they haven't had a past life here before and god has to put fillers because not everybody can have a soul and i was like stop <gasps> I, it was like 3 a.m i was, I was on a, i was on tiktok rabbit hole yeah she was, texted me at 3 a.m and i was or yeah. 2 a.m last night and i was like i was Ariana, having what are you doing here <laughs> i was having period period insomnia which is bad <laughs> but what i was gonna say is it's like you know like it's okay to be bothered by stuff and pay attention to people that are gaslighting you and i think we get the definition of gaslighting mixed up gaslighting is when someone is making you feel like your reality isn't true so if you communicate with someone about how they're how you're feeling about something and they switch it around and try to make it seem like you're crazy that's gaslighting and also we have to also talk about passively gaslighting because there's also a type of gaslighting i don't even think there's a word for it but there's a type of gaslighting that people do passively like they won't directly say it to you but they pass do it they don't have any personal they don't have any personal style they want to do you, do you think that sometimes people do that because they just want to fit your aesthetic when they're with you like you know how some Mm-mm. people feel like they don't they don't fit your aesthetic because it's not about fitting my aesthetic maki does not me and maki me and maki have com- two completely different aesthetics that's true we're yeah. so different from each other yeah i feel like you and me have we might have like similar likes but we have two completely different aesthetics yeah absolutely you know so it's just like i like people that are individuals absolutely. i don't want to be morphed into one because mm-hmm. my my life experience have been singular yeah you know like the things that I've gone through have been by myself. Like I can be in a room full of people, but in same with kids, you know, kids grow up with the same parents, but have completely different experiences with those parents. You can grow up in the exact same household. So yeah. everyone's experience <laughs> is their own unique individuality. So when right. someone comes in trying to morph themselves into me, 
you're a threat to me at this point and you're making me uncomfortable and I don't like it yeah. because you're gaslighting my experiences and you're gaslighting how I feel. You're passively gaslighting me. Especially when they, when you can tell that in other places and times they're dressing or, or acting a different way, but only when they're with you, they, they dress or do the things just like you. Like yes. that's kind of crazy. I'd or, be like, whoa, what is happening? Or we'll call you like, and this goes back to what I was saying. Like sometimes I get nervous, like I don't do this now, but they're, they're not anymore at least. But like that, when you think about that friend that you have where you're afraid to tell them something good going on in your life. Mm. And also like outgrowing friendships too. I think that it's, it's totally normal to outgrow a friendship, mm -hmm. especially the ones like you said, like ones that's hard to let go. Like I was really struggling with losing friendships that I had for like a really long time, but it's literally, you'll feel it when you hang out with them or you talk to them. You're just like, ah, oh, this just isn't it this anymore. Isn't it. Like, like you start thinking about everything you're saying. It yeah. doesn't flow. It's like, I don't want to say anything rude. I don't want to say anything yeah. not rude, but I don't want to say anything because you're not aligned anymore. And whenever you fall out of alignment with your friendships, that is when it's time to let it go. Mm -hmm. I'm just like, I need, I need low I, I need low maintenance friendships I need you to understand that we all got things going mm -hmm. on but every time we hang out it'll always be love it'll, it'll be like be nothing love. happened it'll always be love and then on top of that you got to also like think about the type of people you're keeping around you too because like I don't want to be friends with someone that doesn't have anything going on in their life Ooh. like no that is very mm -hmm. true and then another thing that people want people have these super high ass expectations around these friendships and it, this, this is how I feel. Some people are just like, give me, give me, give me, give me. And mm -hmm. I have no interest in being friends with someone that is not reciprocating the same energy. Let me pick your brain. Let's Let me go pick to lunch to pick your brain. How do you do this? I don't want you to pick my brain. I'm Sometimes sick. I just want a girl to hang out with. I just want to vibe. I just want to chill. But on top of that, can we reciprocate the same energy? I'm not saying you have to have a certain level of money. I'm not saying you have to drive a certain type of car because I could give two. I could care less about that. Right. Bring something to the table, whether right. it's kindness, whether it's joy, whether mm -hmm. it's light, whether it's love, because there are a lot of energy vampires and a lot of succubus and you have to be very careful about the people oh, that you keep succubus. around me like you really do you have to mm -hmm. because energy thieves are very 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 real and also like when you are transitioning and you're growing up and you're going through these things there will be a lot of spiritual warfare and sometimes people mm -hmm. come in friendships come in and bad people come in to distract you and take you off track of where you're going in life and you need to be mindful of the people that are trying to keep you down and people that are trying to be there and that's why I'll always make the comment and say that there is beauty in isolation and as Ooh, much people yeah. want to sit up here and say being isolated is bad nope sometimes your ass just needs to sit down sometimes you just don't need to go to the club sometimes you need to spend those months alone and if people are not reciproc like like you know you can have an everyday best friend that you see all the time but if that everyday best friend doesn't understand hey i need to take a month off to work on my mental health then they ain't there for you because now you've done created a codependency relationship mm -hmm. and it's just like you need to be mindful of the people that are energy thieves that are succubus and that are simply that are treat you teach you a lesson similar to like what Talia was saying yeah I think I've never been more alone than I am now and mm -hmm. and I'm not mad at it at all I spend a lot of time at home alone but I'm like so focused and I know it's gonna be worth it and the whole like you know the, when you have people coming in and distracting you and you know, doing all this stuff my husband made a video two days ago and it resonated with a lot of people and I want to share it again whenever you don't if you don't run into the devil distractions Facts. all kinds of things that means that y'all are both going in the same direction the devil mm. doesn't the devil doesn't want to mess with people that he already got like he's trying the devil is out here the enemy is out here trying to destroy kill get you off track not allow you to reach your goals not allow you to get those blessings that god has for you and the promise that god has for you mm -hmm. and i'm trying to get preachy but 
but whenever you you see that all these things are kind of happening and like they're they're distracting you things aren't working out it's because you're you're working so hard towards something and the enemy is coming in to distract and get mm-hmm. and derail you and those are the times you have to be like all right i'm doing the right things it's a struggle right now but i'm, I'm about to break but that also means that i'm at the the brink of breakthrough yes but it can, it can literally go two ways tell me the other way when people i feel like when people are under pressure and they're mm-hmm. under a lot of stress like you know like for instance, like on Instagram, I get a lot of girls messaging me saying they're going through shit. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, there can either be two different outcomes. You're either going to go forward mm-hmm. or you're going to go backwards. Mm-hmm. And like you, whenever there's too much pressure, whenever you're stressed out there, there's a crossroads happening. Yeah. Like there, there's a crossroad that needs to happen and you're going to have to decide. Yep. And like people, people have to prioritize and understand that like, when I'm stressed out right now and like I feel like remember how I told you I was feeling so damn overwhelmed recently mm-hmm. I literally kept telling Luke I was like I feel so overwhelmed I feel so overwhelmed I was like because you know you're feeling overwhelmed because you're not able to even appreciate the opportunities that you got going on in your life right now you have no structure in your life right now you're Ooh. not waking up at a certain time I had like I'm learning structure like yeah. I have to learn I have to prioritize structure and that goes back to saying like when God has like purpose and timing for you you're not gonna have a lot of time to just be lollygagging and hanging out yeah and you need to you need to try like i know for a fact if i ain't talked to you in two months talia and i call you in the middle of the night and say bro i need you right now yeah. you're pulling up i'm pulling and vice up. versa and yeah. there's and there's no like well you ain't show up for me and you ain't show up for that and i and just i very weird i hate that <laughs> i hate that energy and i feel like a lot of i feel like a lot of black women give it to each other yeah, like the whole like, oh, well, she knows she didn't come to my birthday dinner Science or she up. didn't do this or that. It's like, do you know what she had going on during those days or what was going mm-hmm. on in her life? Like that was something that was very, very shocking to me when my dad passed in 2020. I buried my dad on January 5th, 2021. And that year I was like, I'm going to go full fledged into content creation mm-hmm. and those friends those same friends because i learned so many lessons with these two set of friends and they like i started getting more opportunities because i had more time to um i left my job i went full-fledged into content creation yeah. so i had a lot more time i was getting invited to places i was doing things at one in the afternoon i was doing all this stuff and they saw that and they they had the audacity to tell me that like oh well because i told them i was like you guys haven't really been reaching out like i didn't really feel like y'all were there for me when my dad died and like we've been friends for so long i had been there for y'all through so many of y'all's hardships i'm just like really confused like what did i do so bad that y'all treated me this way Mm -hmm. and they were like oh well you look like you had friends and you look like you were fine and like and i was like but did you actually check on me to see if i was fine so you're being petty and acting this way and retaliating towards me when in reality like i can't even tell you how many nights i've cried how many times i've been locked away in a room like because a video triggered me like dad videos trigger me like yes. things about families trigger me like anytime i see stuff like that i just start bawling my eyes out like yes. tiktok be making my emotions go crazy because one video i'm crying the next video i'm laughing yeah. but it's like you didn't even take the time to like figure out what was going on with me knowing that my dad died and how close me and my dad mm-hmm. were like you just assumed that i was just fine like and also the also a real friend is going to also know the responsibility that you had underneath your belt Ooh. after that time too yeah, absolutely to, to check in and be like girl i know you the oldest daughter i know that you have to not only handle him passing but handle like his estate yeah you have to handle a lot of things and then i hate to say it like sometimes 
your own family can be hounds yeah and they they get they get so hungry and they, they oh, want I'm a, this I'm a, I'm a bank now you're a bank People now only reach out to me i literally and now my that's why my family overseas like they're now kind of like they're not really messing with me no more because i just totally ghosted all of them because every conversation was hey Talia, you have to. how are you blah blah i have this business idea no nope. can you oh i i have no nope. they had the audacity i had a, a family member here in town that's in town ask me if they could borrow fifteen thousand dollars and I was like, surely what? this has to be a medical emergency. I was like, is this no. an emergency? Oh, no, because, you know, we had racked up cre- cre- for no. a credit card bill. I was like, well, no. that's because you used your Y'all credit card. you got a credit card bill. Y'all definitely ain't finna pay me the $15,000 back no time soon. Exactly. They were like, oh, yeah, we'll pay it back in like five years. Like, they, they gave, <gasps> I was like, y'all are tripping. I called my mom and I said, stop talking to all these people. I told my brother, don't answer no phone calls. Don't, and they want to think that we're weird. That's fine. I don't mm-hmm. care. I was like, we're not a freaking bank yeah and also you should not have to pitch yourself in friendships period point blank why are we trying to this bro this is what i was saying too like the epiphany that i've been having lately Mm -hmm. is sometimes we will befriend people who are like-minded like the parental figures in the toxic family dynamics that we've been trained to be in Mm -hmm. so we will actually seek out friendships unknowingly because we've been trained and programmed to attract people like this and you really got to practice removing that negative ass attraction focusing and being on isolation and then attracting the right people right exactly i'm just done taking on project people like ooh, i love that it's it's really hard project people i have like i have a heart to give and like i really do like to help and whatever Mm -hmm. but it it got to the point where it was it was taking from me more than it was pouring back into myself Mm -hmm. and i just can't take on more project people like i cannot be the friend that's constantly pouring into you and you always have negative shit going on you always have stuff happening it's like all right like you have that dark cloud over you it's like bro Mm -hmm. like like i'm sorry but it's like i also have my things going on and i can't be my own sunshine and also yours like you gotta like people gotta take more responsibility on like their self-healing like and friends are not therapists like they're they're not i'm sorry i had to write that down because i think i'm gonna call the title i can't take on project people let's go (laughs) no and friends aren't therapists that's that's why i said trauma even with my like even with my girl maki like maki will listen to me all day yeah and i had to have a conversation with myself and was just like I don't want to keep trauma dumping on her. Yeah. I had yeah. to I have to, I had to like check myself cuz I do a lot. I don't want to say I do a lot of trauma dumping. It's just more I don't I really don't do it. It's just like never being heard and then having someone that just sits there and listen to you all day. I do yeah. I'm like I'm going to save my trauma dumping for Luke. But also right. with knowing he's not my therapist, you know what I mean? Yeah. So Maki's a therapist. Okay, so Maki's a therapist. My, my, my best friend Maki's a therapist, y'all. So it makes sense. She's not gonna sit there and tell me to be quiet because she's sitting there like, yeah. She what? got her therapist, right? She, I'm sure it's hard to like take the hat off, especially when it's like your friends. So and now you're kind of like, ah, oh, you know, like absolutely. You can have like all of us can eat and all of us can have success mm-hmm. and we can do our own thing and have our own lanes and still be happy for each other without being like, oh, like I love that you have that going mm-hmm. for you. Oh, but like going home and be like, oh, well, let me try to like figure yeah, out what I'm like. Yeah, That's yeah, yeah it's good. like let people have their moment and you Absolutely. have to be comfortable enough that also you you being you not feeling comfortable about your own moment is also your uncomfortability with your faith because you have to know that like your timing is different from everybody Ooh, else absolutely absolutely yeah god has a promise for each and every one of us and and our <laughs> yeah yeah our, our paths are totally different i don't mean to laugh but it was the way that you said it it was what like oh absolutely god has a- <laughs> <laughs> that was the holy spirit that wasn't bro me. <laughs> you and your husband I just know y'all are like a 60-year-old couple at home. <laughs> we are. 
<laughs> all right any last final words final thoughts don't take on project people that's really all that i gotta say like Facts. seriously like you know what you deserve you know that friendships should be an equal energy exchange mm-hmm. um nobody should be taken from you and um be happy for people and if you need to check yourself that's okay like be um be able to introspectively look and and know when you need to revise and mm-hmm. move differently if you care about your friendships if you don't do you but you're not gonna have friends for, for Facts. and that's okay you know god is your friend <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. All right. Well, thank y'all so much. For, uh, thank you so much, Talia, for coming on the of Talk to People podcast. You will be back again. Amen. Amen.